Welcome to Business Talk Sister Rock. I'm Becca. And I'm Ruthie. And this week we have uh, Mark and Tyreek back with us uh, to talk about the episode, How to Promote an App. Last week, if you missed it, the first episode was How to Develop an App. And so if you're interested in any of that stuff, you should definitely go back and check out the episode right before this. And we're going to pick up a little bit more uh, with the promotion side. So thanks so much for being with us today, guys. Thank you for having us. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. So our first question about, um, about this is when you were ready to launch your app and start getting exposure, how did you develop your game plan? What did that sound like? Well, the game plan was to get more attraction as much as possible. It was more about Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, uh, just trying to uh, develop those profiles. Um, and that's it. All right, um, which is awesome. And I think that people underplay a lot the value of social media and how that um, just the word of mouth through social media can really help uh, promote anything really, but like specifically with apps and things too. So I think that that's really cool that you mentioned that. So what were some of the um, early lessons that you learned um, in your kind of your first round of, of launching, <clears throat> launching your app? My first round lesson was was not connecting uh, to groups on Facebook, um, like for instance, uh, music mm-hmm. musical artist or aspiring artist. Uh, there's all kinds of groups on Facebook, uh, just all about artists, and I didn't know how much uh, demographic or how many artists uh, were out there until I started being in the art world and I started following them and I started. Uh, learning about the stories and I started watching their paintings and I was like man why can't we get these people into our application and so from that point on I started having conversations with them Uh, not for instance like anything that I didn't know before but everything that I knew about I would give them advice on different things and they would react in the most positive way uh, especially uh, on Instagram. Interesting. Yeah. So kind of backtracking for um, our listeners, if they didn't listen to the last episode, uh, can you give us a little bit of um, a description or like a, a breakdown of what exactly your amazing app does? App is called Alosha. Alosha app. You can reach us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and so on and so forth. At first, it was for musicians, right? When they were okay. making beats, for instance, right? They were developing music uh, and they, they were spending all this money to be on Spotify, iTunes, and so on and so forth on all these applications, just trying to get heard. You know what I mean? Just the way I was trying to be heard. Um, and they were getting nowhere, right? They were giving, giving it all for free. So this application uh, provides you with growth, with the opportunity to actually start making money at early stages of your career. You know what I mean? You don't have to give up in the middle of like, what, four years of making music or making artwork. You can actually start making money within the first year. If you're not, if, even if you're not good enough, even if it's your hobby, you can start, you know, developing some kind of noise around uh, around yourself if you wanted to develop a career out of it well the application does is this 
when you go into it, you can either be a buyer or a seller. Uh, it, it really doesn't matter. You could be private or public. Uh, doesn't really matter. Uh, what the what the application does is it allows you to share 15% commission. I know other apps uh, or other websites don't charge you commission, but they charge you subscription. And you continue to lose money with the subscription because they don't sell as fast as uh, other galleries or applications do. Or uh, we don't charge you for time to be on the application. So we don't make money until you make money. <laughs> Okay, so you kind of mentioned you were reaching out to these people in these Facebook groups, and it sounded like you were very good at developing relationships with people. So it sounds like that's kind of how you started promoting your app and kind of building that following of just like touching base with people specifically. Um, and it sounds like you're able to do that in those Facebook groups. So when you were developing those relationships, did you refer people to like your website? Did you have a website or how did you kind of tie in Alosha to when you were reaching out to those people and building those relationships? Oh, yeah, of course. Look, when, when, when people on Facebook uh, groups was, uh, they were asking me, hey, how do you sell beats and, you know, get the most money for it? I'd be like, hey, uh, look, there's, there's plenty of opportunity out there. You know what I mean? I wouldn't just advertise myself at first. There, there's plenty of opportunity out there um, to sell your beats, but you'd be spending a lot of money. And that's what I would say in the comments or in the messages. But at the same time, as I would write the comment, I would write the website down and at the bottom and they would know about it. And then hopefully that they would choose to do, you know what I mean? The, what's best for them and the choice that they can make. And, and that seemed to work out just fine. And even even the group, uh, for instance, the creator was like messaging me I'm like, dude, you're finding out new ways to uh, advertise your business. I'm like, yeah, you know, that's the way to do it. Mm. You know, <laughs> he was actually surprised by that. And I was like, wow, uh, I, you know, maybe more people need to do this instead of, you know, just me. Yeah. And it's like, honestly, Becca and I talk all the time about how the name of the game is providing value to people. Um, and so I think like that is so true to what you've been doing and it makes it so much easier when you develop something because you're not selling, it's not, you're not selling something that's useless. It's like, you really believe in this and it's so yeah. much easier to see, like, I know that this will benefit your life. Um, yeah. and here's how I can provide value to you. And it sounds like you really, found that when you were promoting your app which is so cool and i love that um Absolutely. so yeah and we're, it like we're, we're not we're not just you know what i mean we're not, we're not just you know post and show you know what i mean after mm -hmm. time we're also trying to uh you know grow value for yourself as well um you, you know what i mean we're, we're not trying to make you to go cheaper on your price we're trying to you know expand on your price as as well as the time goes on um regardless if you're just a hobby or you're trying to get better or or whatever it is um so you don't you don't have the the the, the main reason is you don't the time is not against you it's working for you that's it 
Yeah. Well, in terms of like creating more content, you have more stuff. And then the more you have, the more people will look at it. Right. No, I totally get it. So, so when you guys, um, (laughs) when you guys were putting this out there, what, what were resources that were helpful for you in understanding some app promotional tactics? Were there things you read that you were like, Oh, this is really good advice. Are there any kind of, um, tools or websites that were helpful in getting started? Well, I'm glad you asked that question. I actually went on Thumbtack, right? And I started to searching all these social media uh, gurus. So mm-hmm. from that point on, they were like telling me, man, you gotta, you gotta, you know, join these pages. You gotta join these clubs. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta join all, all kinds of stuff. You gotta be in it, man. You know, you gotta comment on every every question you know everything you know about the art you you know you have to get people engaged into everything you know you need thousands of views you need thousands of followers you need thousands of likes uh, so on and so forth and i'm like no 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 no. you don't need any i i don't need any of that the the number one thing that i need is i can engage with people uh uh I, i i figured out a better way I can engage with people one-on-one, um, give them the right advice uh, about the things that I know and what I know about. And that's how we have been able to be successful with other people logging on into our app and sharing their music, art, and sculptures with us. Yeah. Um, so when you are looking back in time, say you started over again, um, what is something that you would absolutely do again the number one thing i could do again is start the facebook groups a little bit earlier than ever um posting on twitter instagram and facebook and i would i would learn about it more um in a progression the way that it's going now it would have been a lot faster growth uh, in the beginning than, than what it is right now. If I, if I knew the things that I know now, it would, it would have been a lot bigger than, than what it is. Okay. So then when you were looking at starting your app and stuff and, and how, when you originally launched and you're working with developers, what is one way that you stayed in communication with the developers? Cause I know that there's a, it seems like there's a big disconnect a lot of times with app developers and then the people who are actually promoting the event and promising things <laughs> to their audience. Mm-hmm. So how did you stay in communication with your app developer um, in that process? Well, Tariq, Tariq is an amazing guy. Um, he's really, he's really, really great. Uh, when I found him on Thumbtack, when I had this idea, I contacted him the next day and I went through, I don't know, five, 10 different people. So he was the only one who was able to, I only had, uh, five, well, I'm not, I don't want to talk about money here, but (laughs) only, (laughs) only had a certain amount of money here. And, and, uh, he was able to work with me with, with the progression of uh, initial payments, uh, the way that it was, it was a benefit uh, for me at the time that no one else was offering. So when I found that out, I was like, this is the guy that I want to be in business with because he's willing to help. He's willing to be in it to win it. And 
he is going to be in it all the way. And, and from that point on, we just, we just clicked. Um, we developed the relationship. We, I, I told him the dream. Well, I told him the vision. I didn't, I didn't tell him all, <laughs> all of the vision. I had no idea that he developed such a small apps before. We should jump in here, too, because Tariq is here, so he's, like, hearing all this <laughs> praise about him. That's <laughs> still just, nice. But, yeah. Silently, <laughs> just like, yeah, so my question, I'm going to repeat that uh, question a little bit. So, Tariq, from your perspective, when you guys were getting ready to launch and Mark is doing all of this um, front-end marketing work, how was communication um, helpful? Like, what what worked for you guys to make sure when it was going out as people were trying it all that kind of stuff it was uh it, it kind of um you know we, we had our weekly meetings and okay. um you know we, we would link up to kind of talk about you know the, the features i'm working on um and uh that's that's the problem with me is that i have a million of i have a million of ideas and Tariq only has so much time in a day and uh he can't he can't do it all so what I decided to do is uh, just just to organize one feature at a time. But but first things first becomes uh, marketing right now because we have more than a thousand people who have downloaded the app. Uh, but mostly with the features, like oh yeah, we can add this, we can add that. It's it's partially my fault because I have I have the I have a huge vision for Alosha that <laughs> expands uh, a million years from here on out mm. into the uh, into the sea. So and the water is deep. When when I realized when Tariq was going on Ramadan to his you, you know what I mean he had to take personal time off. What I realized is is that organization is the key to everything. So if we organize the development in a way that it doesn't overwhelm Tariq with his other projects, we would be better off as partners in that type of solution because he's not, you know what I mean? He's not overwhelmed. He's not uh, hot or anything. He's not sleep deprived or anything of that nature. So th there's no time limit on any of developments. Yeah. Okay. So how does going from like that development side and getting feedback from your customers when you started doing all the, the marketing, how did that help you create like a better product and, and craft your pitch more to meet your users' expectations? So, so before they, the app is what it is today, was what it is today, uh, we had a bunch of issues, you know what I mean? Like people uploading their artwork, people sharing um, and everything else, but what it is today, we fixed a lot of issues with the registering, credit card numbers, uh, shipment labels, uh, shipment arrangements, and everything of that nature that it wasn't working before. We actually fixed uh, what do you call it? Display of our work. Make sure that our work is displaying good, uploaded right, um, and music is playing well. And everything else make sure everything is downloaded like it wasn't it wasn't working before so we had to work a lot of a lot of issues before that we could get into the place that where we are now um yeah yeah I hope so that it sounds that, like does, does that answer the question <laughs> or not 
Yeah, then it sounds like this is a really in-depth app. Like there's a lot of different functionality that you can do with it with this Alosha, which is really cool. Um, yeah. And I love that you guys were taking that customer feedback and you had said earlier that you had some one-star reviews and stuff like that, but that can be so valuable when you're when you're looking at customer feedback of just being able to use that to make your app better. And then in turn, people can see how you're responding to those reviews. And, um, and that's a huge piece of marketing to just for your customers to see that you have really good customer service. Um, yeah, well, from the, from the beginning, we had blank screens on, on everything. And I was calling Tariq. I'm like, what's going on? You know what I mean? Why do we have blank screens on profiles and why is nobody willing to upload it? And that's it. That's actually one of those concerns is actually in one of the comments. So I'm glad people actually commented on that because I didn't know, you know what I mean? I was working hard mm -hmm. at the time. I was, I was blinded by work and I was mm -hmm. trying to, you know, do a hundred things at a time. So when we rejuvenated the app, relaunched uh back in last year right Tariq yeah yeah it was actually I might have been a year before that but um but yeah I think I think you're right I think you're right we think we did relaunch we did a rebranding anyway of yeah. uh I think the tell in the last year yeah so so we when we rebranded so everything else worked all the concerns were met all the applications were everything so it was kind of like a trial run but at the same time we learned so much through that trial run and uh, from all the negative comments that we had, we fixed all the we fixed all the problems, and now we don't we don't get any comments, we don't get like reviews, we don't get anything. We just get downloads now. I guess that's a good thing, right? Yeah. So, how do you stay motivated to keep promoting? Well, the number one thing is I wanted to help artists. The number one thing I want to help musicians to grow to be better than than what they are doing right now you know what i mean with soundcloud and spotify and itunes and all this and that they're like they're paying more than they can get out of it i mean why do you have to pay more what do you need to why do you need to struggle even longer to do what you need to do uh you know you know what i mean everything costs money you know everything this everything that but you know your time is more valuable than anything else in the world so you don't have to pay to keep your art on our application for your time. Oh, we're going to transition now into our agak portion. And um, last week, if you missed last week, Tyreek told us a, a story. <laughs> this week, Ruthie's going to tell us a story. Uh, and if you guys have not heard this yet, <laughs> I'm excited about it because it just happened this week. So go yeah, ahead. Of course, nobody's heard it yet. It <laughs> I was just thinking, like, actually, you didn't tell before. Sometimes we kind of talk, oh yeah, this is what happened. And then we're going to talk about it, but we did. Yeah. Okay. So um, this week I was home uh, visiting my family and um, my dad, we were supposed to go on an outing, my dad and I, and he's very much like, well, we'll just finish this really quick, which really quick means I'm going to mow the entire lawn and it'll take me two hours. And I'm like, uh, so I knew he was determined to do it. So I was like, I'm just going to go ahead and get everything set up so he can just do it. So I went into the shed and, um, and the, it, I think this is maybe one of the first times that they've mowed. That's not real. That seems they probably mowed other times anyways, but the tire was flat and, um, 
so I went and I found the air compressor and I like found all these different tools and I'm just like going ham, just getting everything all set up and nothing was where it should have been. So I'm hunting for all these different things and I've got it all set up and the tire said it needed to be at 35 PSI. So I was like, okay, no problem. I know how to do that. And so I just like start going, um, pumping up this tire and pumping up this tire and it was completely like flat because it just had a leak and so then I filled that one up and I go to the other side and I'm filling it up and um and it's at 10 psi and I just could not get it to go up any more than that and so I'm like trying and trying and I just am imagining this tire looking so swole (laughs) (laughs) it wasn't that bad it just was like and then it started I was at about 20 psi and it starts kind of making some <laughs> and I was like getting a little nervous and I was like you know it says 35 but I'm just gonna leave it at 20 like it'll be fine and it's still kind of making its little noises and stuff and I and I stand up and I'm probably about like two feet away thankfully my face wasn't anywhere near it and then all of a sudden it just sounds like a gunshot like just exploded oh snap yeah I had to be terrified oh my word and like I literally it felt like my ear was bleeding like I was like oh and scared me and I was like oh and then I hear just like crying inside and my niece was there my mom was watching my niece and and she was like dead asleep and woke up just screaming (laughs) (laughs) and so not only is my dad like oh man like now we gotta get a new tire (laughs) I also woke up a sleeping baby enraged the whole family (laughs) (laughs) it was pretty fast if you want a fast track way to disrupt the harmony of your home that's the way to do it and then literally all day long my ear was just like ringing I'm pretty sure I ruptured my eardrum (laughs) Uh, so anyways okay um, well guys thank you so much for joining us this week if you have um are wondering about their app you should check it out it's called Alosha and if you enjoyed this episode definitely listen to the first one in this series and we will see you next week